ಹೌ ಟು ರೆಕಗ್ನೈಸ್ ದಿ ಮೆಥಡ್ ಆಫ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಬೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೊಳೆ ನರಸೀಪುರ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಇಂಡಿಯಾ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬುಕ್ ನೌ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಸೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಇನ್ ಲೆಕ್ಚರ್ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಫಿಫ್ತ್ ಸೆಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗಣೇಶಾಯ ನಮಃ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಮೂರ್ತಿ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿ ದಂಬೆ ಪುಣಚ ಬಂಟ್ವಾಳ ತಾಲೂಕು ದಕ್ಷಿಣ ಕನ್ನಡ ಜಿಲ್ಲೆ ಕರ್ನಾಟಕ ಭಾರತ ಹಾರ್ಮೋನಿ ಆಫ್ ಉಪನಿಷದಿಕ್ ಟೀಚಿಂಗ್ ಹೌ ಡಿಸ್ಕವರ್ಡ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸೆಟ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ವೈಲ್ ವೇದಾಂತ ಆಸ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪೌಂಡೆಡ್ ಬೈ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ಸ್ ಮೆ ನಾಟ್ ಬಿ ಫಿಲಾಸಫಿ ಆಸ್ ಜನರಲಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ವೆಸ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ನೆವರ್ ಲೆಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಡೆಫಿನೆಟ್ ವ್ಯೂಸ್ ಕನ್ಸರ್ನಿಂಗ್ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಸತ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಚಿತ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಆರ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವ್ಯಾಲ್ಯೂಸ್ ದಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆನಂದ ವೈಲ್ ದಟ್ ಸಚ್ಚಿದ್ ಆನಂದ ವೈಲ್ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಎ ಕ್ಲೋಸ್ಲಿ ರೀಸನ್ಡ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟಮ್ ಅಟೆಂಪ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಪ್ರೂವ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಒನ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟ್ರೈನ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ನಂದ್ ಲೆಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ಪೊಸೆಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಎ ಕಾಂಪ್ರಿಹೆನ್ಸಿವ್ ವ್ಯೂ ಆಫ್ ರಿಯಾಲಿಟಿ ಇನ್ ಆಲ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ a view based upon universal intuition it is also a traditional method of suggesting the view to the earnest enquirer who has the necessary qualification to assimilate the truth to recognize this method is to recognize the harmony of all upanishadic teachings instead of following the modern critics who stand aghast on looking at some of the apparent inconsistencies or certain unscientific statements made in individual cases the earnest student will do well to be guided by traditional interpreters like shankara and recognize this method there is much truth in what dr radhakrishnan writes about these sacred writings notwithstanding the variety of authorship and the period of time covered by the composition of these half poetical and half philosophical treatises treatises there is a unity of purpose a vivid sense of spiritual reality in them all which become clear and distinct as we descend the stream of time the traditional method of vedanta and what is this method which when recognized transforms the all seeming chaos into cosmos with regard to these sacred writings shankara was perhaps the first after after gaudapada to refer to it in the gita bhashya by name that its employment for revealing the nature of reality was known long before him is disclosed by a quotation of his in that commentary tatahi sampradaya vidam vachanam adhyarobhavadabhyam nishprapancham prapanchate iti accordingly knowers of the traditional method have declared that which is devoid of all distinctions and details is explained through the deliberate superimposition and recession gita bhashya 13 14 superimposition adhyaropa literally means laying something on something else falsely imputing the nature or property of something to something else it is postulate of it is a postulate of vedanta that owing to a natural tendency of the human mind a beginningless superimposition called avidya compels us all to look upon reality as infected with manifold distinctions now in order to educate the mind to interpret reality as it is the upanishads informally employ the aforesaid method of adhyaropapada or deliberate superimposition or provisional ascription and subsequent recession or 
abrogation an example taken from the gita will illustrate the principle sarvatappani padam tat sarvatokshishiromukham sarvadashrutimalloke sarvamahavrutyadishthati sarveendriyagunabhasam sarveendriyavivarjitam asaktam sarvavarchaiva nirgunam gunabhoktricha gita 13th chapter 13 and 14 shlokas in the first of the above two shlokas reality or brahman is said to possess hands and feet eyes heads faces and ears on all sides sarvato panipadam whereas in the second it is declared to be devoid of all senses hmm sarveendriya gunabhasam sarveendriya vivarjitam hmm even while it appears to be able to perform all sensory functions shankara observes that the special features noticed in the kshetrajna self going to the limiting conditions caused by the different forms of kshetra the body etc being unreal have been rescinded in the previous shloka and kshetrajna has been taught to be realized as neither being nor non being but here in shloka 13 even the unreal nature manifested through the limiting conditions has been treated as though it were the property of the knowable just to bring its existence home and hence the knowable kshetrajna is spoken of as possessor of hands and feet etc everywhere accordingly there is the well known saying of the knowers of tradition that which is devoid of all details is set forth in detail through deliberate superimposition and recession hands and feet and the rest which seem to be limbs of each and every body woe everybody woe their respective functions to the presence of the power of consciousness inherent in the atman to be known so they are evidential marks indicating the presence of atman and are therefore spoken of as pertaining to it in a secondary sense shankara means to say that brahman is first brought to our notice by the shruti as the one self of us as all which functions through all our senses the self seizes things with our hands walks with our feet sees through our eyes and hears through our ears as it were this way of describing it is for convincing us of its undeniable existence once we recognize this the shruti revokes the wrong ascription of sensory acts to enable us to interpret reality as it is as the one universal self the ascription of the sensory activities was merely a device to familiarize our mind with the existence of the self very much like the temporary scaffolding used for the erection of a building to be altogether removed after that object is accomplished accordingly shankara summarizes the purport of the second shloka thus upadhi bhuta pani padadi indriya adhyaropat jnayasya tadvatta shanka mahabhut iti iti ayam arthah shloka arambah lest it be supposed that this brahman to be known is really possessed of the senses such as hands and feet etc just because they have been imputed to it the next verse is begun next special varieties of the vedantic method i have shown in greater detail especially in the third chapter of the present work how this uh, one scheme works in all the modes of approach employed in the upanishads to lead the aspirant to the intuition of reality reality as such transcends all our concepts of the objective world for all conceptual reasoning presupposes the fundamental superimposition or adhyasa already mentioned hence it follows that the only legitimate method of realizing it is to wade through this superimposition hence the concepts of 
cause and effect the universal and the individual the knower and the known the self and its limiting sheets consciousness and its states these and other general notions like them are all discussed in the upanishads merely to teach the seeker how to transcend all such distinctions and attain what is forever forever attained to wit union with reality this can be verified by noticing the fact that in each one of such discussions the upanishads invariably recite the initial ascription at the close thus in the chandogya after positioning after positing being or brahman as the cause of fire water and earth the primordial elements which produce the world uddalaka concludes evam eva kalu somye somyannena शुंग अन्न शुंगे नापो मूलमन्विच्छद्भि सौम्यशुंगे नेजो मूलमन्विच्छ तेजसा सौम्यशुंगे नन्मूलमन्विच्छ सन्मूला सौम्येवास्वा प्रजा सदायतना सत्प्रतिष्ठा चंद्र उपनिषद सिक्स एट फोर थ्रू दि आफ्शूट ऑफ फुड दि अर्थ मै डियर सन सीक आउट दि रूट वाटर through the offshoot of water my dear son seek out the root fire and through the offshoot of fire my dear son seek out the real all these creatures my dear son have the sat being or brahman for their source the sat for their abode the sat for their dissolving goal chandogya upanishad 684 that is to say there is nothing that is not born from brahman that does not subsist in brahman that is not finally dissolved in it so then the substance of all things created in brahman only accordingly uddalaka in in, the, in this upanishad reiterates this one statement at every step of his teaching aitadatmya vidam sarvam tat satyam sa atma tattvam vishvetaketo that is why true he illustrates what he means by citing clay etc where he emphasizes that the material cause such as clay alone is real while its effect is unreal its name being a mere play of words vacharambhanam that what is meant to be proved is the unreality of the so called effect as distinct from the cause or rather the sole reality of the cause as the substance of its effects is evident from texts like the one already quoted from the chandogya यदग्नेरोहितं रूपं तेजसस्तद्रूपं यच्छुक्लं तदपां यत्कृष्णं तदन्नस्यापागादग्नेरग्नित्वं वाचारंभणं विकारो नामधेयं त्रीणि रूपाणि इत्येव सत्यां छान्दग्योमिषद् सिक्स् फोर् वन इट इस क्लियर दैट फयर् ए प्रोडक्ट ऑफ दि ओरिजिनल नॉन् ट्रिपार्टाइट भूतास् दट इस अपंचीकृत अतिवृत्कृत भूतास् आफ्टर् being mentally resolved into the original factors there is there are two things trivutkaranam and panchikaranam so non tripartite means it has an uh, atrivutkrita is here stated to become no fire apagat agneragnitvam agneragnitvam modification being only a name arising from words and the three colors alone being real accordingly shankara explains before the dawn of the discriminating knowledge of the three colors you entertained the notion that it was fire that notion of fire as well as the name fire 
has now gone away we thus see that the narration of creation was intended only to show that the world as an effect is merely a name constructed by speech and that essentially it is nothing other than brahman this interpretation is quite in consonance with the badarayana's sutra it is not other than the cause uh, as can be seen from the text like the one teaching arambhana the construction of the effect of by speech vedanta sutra 2114 of course shankara never meant to say mean to say that parts and other modifications of clay are not there when we see and use them for practical purposes or that our senses deceive us when they report that there are such objective sen- existences but nobody would venture to assert that these so called modifications are distinct from clay and have reality of their own apart from that of clay of which they are different forms from this point of view then the world we see is no baseless illusion for it has for its base is the original being sat or brahman with which it is essentially one aitad atmavidam sarvam and we shall never be doing injustice to the essential reality of the world when we declare with angiras of mundaka brahmai vetadamrutam brahmai vetadamrutam purastad brahma dakshinadaschottarena adaschodvancha prasadam brahmai vedam vishnuvidam varishtam all this spread out before us behind to the right and to the left above and below is but the immortal brahman and all this universe is the supreme brahman mundakopanishad 221 as shankara sums up the notion of non brahman is merely avidya just like the notion of a serpent in a rope brahman alone being the highest reality such is the teaching of the vedas this rather protracted discussion of causality and creation will be enough i hope to illustrate the method of adhyaropa and apavada imputation and rejection the upanishads do not undertake to examine the concept of causality as such and to pronounce their judgment in the matter they rather take up the concept as accepted in the empirical world and utilize it to teach us that the real nature of brahman is above the notions of cause and effect similarly the concept of the universal is applied to brahman to warn us against taking it as one among several individuals and then this ascription is cancelled it is pre- uh, presented as a knower of all just to re- uh, dissuade us from t- treating it as an object and when this end is achieved brahman is shown to transcend the distinction of knower and known also the doctrine of the five sheets panchakoshas is only to obviate the mental tendency to regard the body the vital principle and other objective existences as the self and after this is done the real self is revealed as transcending all these sheets and the method of avasthas or the three states of consciousness has a similar aim the individual self seemingly experiencing the three states is step by step shown to be identical with the universal self in its three aspects of viraj hiranyagarbha and avyak uh, avyakrtatman and finally revealed in its true nature as the turiya or the secondless supreme self transcending all the states i think we shall continue this in the next session the basic superimposition we shall see in the next next session
ಹರೇ ರಾಮ ಶ್ರೀ ಶ್ರೀ ಸಚ್ಚಿದಾನಂದೇಂದ್ರ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಜನಾರವಿಂದ ಅರ್ಪಿತಮಸ್ತು ಸರ್ವೇ ಜನ ಸುಖಿನೋ ಓಂ ತತ್ಸತ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾರ್ಪಣಮಸ್ತು